0: pod I sat down with a brother from another mother my boy Andre Cassini we were both a little nervous uh this was actually the first time doing a one-on-one and actually uh retaining the audio afterwards this is the first time it it fully worked uh I just wanted you guys to get to know him whatever without uh without further ado DJ Dracos okay we're all good Go with a, a podcast number number two and uh here with my boy dre today yo known him a good. long time how we doing goes to penn state he actually uh he was a little late today because he had a math quiz how'd you do dre 92 oh your yeah, instant results yeah it's like an online class so what kind of math linear algebra Ooh, that's oh that's exciting yeah that's like one of the one of the best ones <laughs> nah,
1: it sucks, but it's like a requirement for my degree, so I oh. had to get it done. Got to get it done. What, yo, where are you working? I am working for my mom, and she works at like a data structuring company. So I'm kind of – what I'm doing is putting a bunch of user data for clients on phone calls into – sort of like a
0: Google type thing where you search it up and you can find all this information. Okay, so are you on the phone or are you listening to? I'm not on the phone. Are you listening to phone calls? No, so I just, we we got this program
1: from this company and so they make platforms and different programs to insert different information like uh, scenarios and what a caller would say. Like, hello, man. This is so okay. Scripts. So I put the script in to the program, and when I'm done, it's gonna be a huge database full of all that information.
0: Yo, yeah, this is completely out of left field, but the scripts thing, just this. I looked this shit up like three weeks ago, something like that, because I had heard uh, a girl I work with on Sundays got. Scammed, big time. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I heard about it, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because she went and she bought a bunch of the gift cards. Like, put a couple thousand dollars on gift cards to send them to someone. I don't even know the full story, but she got scammed hard and, like, not good. But I looked up, you ever heard of, like, Nigerian 401 scams or 491 scams or something like that? Or how the Nigerians are kind of notorious for that? No, I actually haven't. So... Yeah, it's, it's called the Black Axe Syndicate. That kind of is a really broad term for all the different levels of, like, hackers there are in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Not hackers, scammers. And there's some, there's some great stories. Cal, actually, pull this up just, just to proof it as a receipt. There's this story in 93, and I, I did hear this on Rogan, but in 93, this Nigerian scammer sold an airport to a bank. So an airport for two hundred and she'll say it two hundred and forty three million dollars an airport in Brazil. He he sold it to a bank. I guess he forged enough papers, whatever. There was nothing there, no airport. He wasn't even like faking claim for it was just a piece of land there. But anyway, they're they're huge for scamming and. And it's all through the phone? It's just on the phone? A lot. No, some of it's on the phone. Some of it is through, they're huge on social media. Taking, especially like lonely, yeah. aged women will will empty it's their bank accounts woman. to because they, they're saying they're doing this. That's where this 90 day fiance kind of whole thing comes from. <laughs> he
1: Do sold you, the fake airport for $242 million.
0: $242 million. And there's nothing there. There's literally nothing there. That's insane. And um, so they do these scams all the time. But it's they the black exit, the reason I was saying it's so broad is because, like, they're not all working together. But they all kind of have the same goals. Like, none of them are shitting on each other or whatever. Yeah. It's just stealing from other countries, however they can, um, money. And I was looking into this so much, I found a script that they, like, hand out amongst their fucking things to get girls to like, like them or whatever. And then come up with scenarios where, you know, they're like high reward scenarios for a big payout, whatever Mm -hmm. to get you to pay that money every time, or at least feel like you're under the gun. And this is like the moment and it's someone you trust. It's kind of crazy. That's insane. Like the stuff they think of just to get money out of people. It's complex, dude. They, sometimes, you know those emails you get that are like completely random and it'll just have a link in it? I found out, so when you click that link, a lot of times it used to be you'd get a scam on your computer right then and there or whatever. Now, sometimes, that's a 419 that's a plant for a fraud. He's he's made no fraud on you yet, but it's a plant because he sent you that email hoping you'd click that Mm -hmm. and now, he has access to your emails. Mm-hmm. And with access to your emails, maybe he can get access to your number, social media, who knows, something like that. But now, they'll sit on your information for a couple weeks, read what's coming in, what you're going to digest, kind of like understand you as a person. Yeah. And then they'll approach you from some you know, third party, whatever, mm-hmm. and then they'll get you because they already know you. They already so like, know what you're gonna give your money up for, like if you're if you're getting like um, if you're getting
1: like Dick Sporting Goods emails, then they'll hit you up for for like a sports.
0: You might just get thing. this random sports email, yeah. perhaps, or like, you know what stuff like they'll that. get they'll get lists of emails, yeah. so they don't know what you're into or who you are before.
1: Uh-huh. They
0: just have your email. And they'll send you random emails that that you might not know what it has to do with anything, whatever, hoping you... You know, if they send out 10,000 emails, all it takes is 200 people to click it. And that's mm-hmm. not even a big percentage of them. And, um, and so if you click that completely random email, completely out of mistake, one time you're checking your email, now they have access to your shit. And that's when maybe... You're always buying shit from Dick's Sporting Goods. They might... Play as like an agent for Dick Sporting Good. You're like a super valued customer. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you order whatever, this this much money. And then there will be nothing the first time. I saw there there's kind of like a levels to how they do it. There'll be nothing within the first phone call. Then there'll be like a second phone call about like this possible huge reward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's still something to sit on. And then the third phone call is usually not the same person they've been speaking to. Um, an extended party that like sets on the pressure. It's like, dude, you, if you don't do this now, like it's your beat, like whatever, like you're, you're yeah. never going to get this money, yeah. you know, you're, then it's just going to be a waste. You got to give now, you got to give them your money now and they'll do, they're going to yeah. triple this. They People did so much for me. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they get their money.
1: And you know, you have, I mean, I have like 1400
0: emails right now on red and you get something random like that. Anybody can believe that? like, So many emails, dude. Let, let me ask you this. This is one of the things I was thinking about. And one of the things I think about in my life, like all the time, What I basically just use Twitter. Instagram, all that. I'll, I'll like log on for a minute, it's whatever. TikTok, I was on for a while or whatever, but I, I got pretty bored of it. Mm-hmm. What, what do you use? What do you use most so, of the day?
1: With this whole quarantine, I find I look at the Screen Time app on the phone a lot. They're eating it up. But, um, so yeah, I'll I'll look at Instagram, see what, like, my friends are up to. Obviously, like, not much with the whole quarantine, but I usually like Instagram, like, to, to see pictures. Twitter, I obviously love. You like Instagram I sh- to see pictures? I, I'm going to second that one. I'm going to be on your page. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so... Twitter also has hilarious pictures as well, like memes and stuff. So I've been on Twitter since like middle school. That was, that was big. Middle weird. school is, oh, I, well, that's no, been around I mean, for I meant Twitter
0: has always been like my favorite social media since I was like literally 12.
1: I yeah, think I it's got always here, so. been around. It's been around the longest. Really? Not the longest, like Facebook would probably be the first. Right. But I,
0: I feel like, were you into Facebook in middle school? Dude, I was playing Snake and, like, Farmville. You yeah. know, I was playing games on there, and I would post a little bit. But I was off Facebook by, like, 7th or 8th grade. And just, yeah. It, yeah. It was, like, a fad. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. For for our age group, it wasn't, like... It took off everywhere else, but then... Because I think around that it time... It got old
1: quick, like... Like, I think around that time, that was when it was blowing up in, like, college. Like, that's yeah, where you would put, like... That's where, where it you started, it right? but we were in middle school like that was our age but like kids in college were blowing that stuff up keep it keep it up keep it up and uh thank you sorry <laughs> so um what was i saying so that was blown up in college and then i think once we got into high school instagram started becoming big with younger kids and facebook kind of like blew up Ooh. around the world like yeah, every. You know my fam- My family's from Italy. They they worship Facebook and everything's yeah. on Facebook. Inter
0: inter country communication. It's huge. That's where you get all your news, all your mm-hmm. see what like updates your on your family, like that from across the world. My yeah, dad. Yeah. It's weird. For, he's from Portugal. All his family's there. My mom is friends with all his family from Portugal, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have a Facebook. So he she she'll be like updating him on what's going on with the family and stuff. Yeah. that That's, like,
1: that's what happens with my dad, because, like, mm-hmm. my whole, my dad's whole side of the family is there. So we get all their updates, like, what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, Corona was pretty bad there. So right. we got we to see, like, what's going on in our little town that my dad's from. So that's, I think it's a good tool, Facebook, but we don't really it's use it. It's not, that.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, not for me.
1: No, I would never put up a status or. <laughs> Feeling
0: cute <Yeah. skewed laughs> today.
1: <laughs> I'll to go know, for a dude. jog.
0: It's just. Do you, do you ever. I guess what I. I have this really bad problem where I'll go on my. Uh, and it's basically Twitter all day, like I said. Mm-hmm. But then I'll be, like, reading through it and refreshing it. And then I'll start, like, beating myself up, like, dude, you're just filling your head with garbage on this. on Twitter all day. You know what I mean? There's definitely good memes and stuff, but, like. I don't know if you do. I get worked up. Yeah. Going definitely. through the feed sometimes. Absolutely. I'm like, this is just like ridiculous and I and I try and spot bots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I get into it on Twitter for no reason and then when I get off and and I relax, I'm like, why do I do that to myself? Like I don't know, do you ever get that feeling with social media like absolutely? Like to me,
1: it just seems like everyone's trying to be a politician, everyone's trying to be a it's, comedian. Oh. Everyone's trying to Virtue signaling. And we're trying to be a scientist. Like, everything. With no, with no credentials. and
0: they, they go on Twitter and talk you do, like...
1: Yeah, like they're scientists. Like, they, <laughs> like, if you do get lost in it and, and start reading a lot, it's just...
0: Some of it's just bullshit. I mean... So... I feel like I, I'll, I'll see, like, one of those tweets without getting specific, but it's clearly, like, you know, gonna go viral. Like, cause it has a video that's whatever, and then I'll go down in the comments, and some of the people, people's back and forth, it just is so un. Would you ever talk to people in real life like that? That yeah. that's what I'm getting <clears throat> to. People talk on Twitter that they probably don't even have the the breath in their lungs to say that in person. Like
1: it mm. just. That's the thing. Like, social media makes me look at like. We kind of grew up with it, growing, like becoming more social mm-hmm. and like moving from middle school to high school to college. And like what happened back in the day when they didn't have this stuff to contact people, put out
0: your ideas. But it and, still worked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they, without social media, people still got together, even without cell phones, you know. Yeah. People would call each other one way or another it definitely enhances like our collective experience as humans cuz you
1: see tiktoks like they're they've got like millions and millions of likes and it's
0: literally like just it's like insane.
1: yeah it's
0: it's it well social media is really good and and the way our, like as a collective like human we're actually can experience everything together and like mm-hmm. you can see things from australia that you just wouldn't see like you know, in your day-to-day life. Or on the, like, regular Yeah, news. or even news, because yeah. all news is is looking for the worst possible thing that fucking yeah. happened in the world today. And, yeah, dude, the, just social media, it can be good, but it also has started taking over that news role. Mm-hmm. Like, people think, people think they need to report on their social media. Like, everyone's a journalist now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: You get everybody's opinion, what everyone's doing. Like, mm-hmm. although I do like to, to see, to learn new things on social media and, like, see new things, I definitely don't like it's partake. It's great for that. I don't, like, partake. Like, I don't put out, like, oh, I'm doing this right now on Snapchat. I don't, I don't really like Snapchat. That's I don't like Snapchat my at my all, personally.
0: I only keep it to buy drugs. Because <laughs> the only,
1: like, I think, like, <laughs> if I put stuff like that on, like, how some people do, like, who the fuck cares? Honestly, like. Like, I don't even care about, like, celebrities doing that stuff unless it's, like, funnier.
0: Like, uh, yeah, I, I, there's... When I see celebrities that are, like, worshipped on social media, mm-hmm. like, have, like, the big following, and not only the big following, but the stands That's, mm-hmm. that's the problem, like, the most painful thing. Mm-hmm. The stands that are, like, look at this bitch doing this thing. Like, wow, no one could do it like this. Tell me she's not top ten ever. You know, tell me this guy isn't top... People like to just, everything on there is, is he's top five all time. Top, like it needs to be, everyone needs to be ranked with these, I don't know, stands are just weird. Mm-hmm. And um, they totally like make me feel a, a, a less, like a disdain for the artist almost. Yeah. Because like the artist has to feed into that to a certain extent to make people need to go out there and, and attack and, like, whatever. It's one thing if people are just supporting, um, you know, who they like, but there people are constantly, there's Kim K and, and Taylor Swift fans at each other's neck over whatever. I mean, it's mostly Taylor Swift fans, but, like, you know, there's a million, million examples where you find, like, all these stands just kind of demi- diminishing the whole value of what the artist is doing in the first place, like it's just obviously ups and downs like
1: there's there's pros and cons to, to social media but one one pro one pro I can think of is definitely like building a brand or a business mm-hmm. through it like something I'm going to try to get into more is uh, I'm a DJ obviously
0: yeah you know, I, I wanted to talk I about this told you yeah 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 but, uh, it's, it's DJ Drake yeah, I started Air DJing. Folds. You'll
1: see him soon. Tomorrow. Started DJing in the fall of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm.
0: Had my first gig, but check out balcony mixes on uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. SoundCloud dash. Sound, SoundCloud dash.
1: Andre dash Cosini on SoundCloud. Um, oh, our first plug, yo! That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something like DJing, even like you said, like an artist, you could really grow your your audience. Through something like Instagram or Mm -hmm. or TikTok, you you
0: see on on TikTok or 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 Twitter where I'm I'm sometimes taken aback how like a creator does so much. Sometimes I'll see someone who's painted like a a room full of paintings, and they're all like these intricate things, and I'm like, this is really cool that they're able to sell that you know on on Twitter take that to Twitter and and now they have a whole new market mm-hmm. and they can also kind of brand themselves on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, that that definitely wasn't there before yeah. and that's that goes for any business or even you know passion like creating because if you look at
1: DJing back in the day like I mean obviously it wasn't there but yeah you'd have to hard you'd have to go to a, a club. And get your name out there, say like, can I please open up for someone probably
0: work door, dude. You probably gotta work the yeah, club even,
1: before you even And you'd say, like, I you don't even have to pay me, like mm-hmm. let me just let me just show you what I can do. But here, if I put out a mix and I send it to maybe like fifty club owners, maybe one will, you know, Like there's that chance maybe 25, get me back. Twenty
0: five yeah. won't listen. Yeah. You know. Five will just throw it away and and then twenty might you know just listen, like listen like for a minutes. second, yeah. F- ten might like catch something in the first couple sec like exactly dude yeah. you you ha- can mass like mm-hmm. yeah. so tell me about djing tell so you what what exactly are you doing? I never really understood we've talked about yeah. it a couple <coughs> times. you have a, a mix board so, uh, or i don't make music
1: like right a lot of people think like are you producing like a DJ's job I'll just lay down the DJ's job first is to choose the music and mix it seamlessly so there's never like a break in music you're always dancing and you don't, you don't it's like you don't notice it like heart the next song comes in and then the next song and the next song and it's an energy that you build it's not just like mm-hmm. oh, I'll pick this song like you've obviously you've probably been to concerts and stuff like there's different energy for different songs mm-hmm and it's important, like, to...
0: how a band comes out to bring the energy, yeah. but also the next song to keep it there. You know, you can't plateau, yeah. like, right after. It's calculated. It's mm-hmm. it's a craft to try to work the crowd so that they have a good time. Like, that's my job. I remember um, seeing a movie with... With Zach Efron, where he was a DJ or something, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was... And I remember one thing that, do you, so do you work for, what was that, perfect number 120 beats or something like that? So, like that, that. Is that, that a little for the movie? Or, no, or no that tempo is like a huge part of it. Like mm-hmm. that's.
1: A lower tempo song is just gonna be, depending on like the type, but it's gonna be a lot slower. Then, like, sometimes I go up to like 132, 135. And that's really, like, hard. Get everyone banging. And um, I'd like to live myself as, like, a, a frat house DJ. So <laughs> not, like, a specific genre, but just stuff that'll, like, get kids moving. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like,
0: Any genre is going to give you those different beats. Yeah, you just yeah. got to find what's going to, like, uh-huh. seamlessly come through. So, so you're, you're just mixing, then, into, like, trying to find – do you ever try and make a beat or anything like that? So that's what I –
1: have been wanting to get into
0: yeah. You're looking into yeah. It. So I
1: I would need to get software for that, which I'm gonna do soon. Right, definitely. Right, yeah, yeah. Cause my uh, my brother was like, my brother's a guitar player, and he was like, I liked your mix. Like, why don't you try to make something? And I was, I was like, yeah, you have a point. My friend who taught me DJ Phantom, DJ Phantom, shout out. Um, <laughs> he he like really had no musical background like no music theory background and he's like putting out music and mixes that he's made mm-hmm. that are really good and he's only been doing it for like how old is it? a couple he? years 21 now oh so, sure. right? yeah so he's, he just graduated college. yeah mm-hmm. and um really if you like put the work in to like learn about chords and and melodies well, you gotta
0: understand point. music. Music fucking
1: But like it's all with putting out and keep putting out. So I'm gonna try to get into That's
0: it. That's it. The the I mean with anything like I wanna do with this podcast, like and just grinding in general. Yeah. The the biggest thing is like to keep going and I think that one thing that might hold you back, um would be the fact that you got to make songs for your friends. Your friend, You know, you got us down your back. I, I kind of even got a little annoyed the other day when we were out, and they were like, when's the next Balcony Mix coming? Like, yeah. whatever. And I was like, is he even working on it? And is that even what, like, you want it to do yeah. right now? And I mean, whatever, you're going to have pressure with anything, but, like, if you're just working in silence on what you want to do, mm-hmm. then, you know, you don't have to worry about that bullshit. Yeah. That with with other people getting on your getting in your mind, like oh maybe I should do this because if you're already doing something and and like dived into something, then you're gonna forget that. That's gonna go in one ear and out the other.
1: Yeah. So like, with that, obviously started off. Like I I have a, a love for a lot of different genres of house music and and all music in general. Like I I play like alternative and rap and and house. And that's what I listen to on like a regular basis. Like I'm mm-hmm. always listening to music. I'll never walk around without my head, my like headphones in. Always listening to music. Mm-hmm. But I have been getting into like a certain type of house that I like like more. It's it's more fun to mix. It's I think it'll be. What's that? What what? It'd be like more techno, tech house kind okay. of stuff. Like yeah. slower stuff, not like head banging. Really? Like jumping okay. stuff. And I do want to like separate those things instead of like trying
0: to combine everything yeah. to make a
1: mix yeah. yeah so like i'm thinking either making like a really long mix for my next one or two separate ones that'll be like kind of different yeah. styles but mm-hmm. that's the fun <clears throat> that's the fun thing about it like I've, i haven't even been doing it for a year and i just play around every night i plug in my board and just have fun with feel it feel out like, a song like I like, I'll hear a new song, I get so excited. to Download it, hmm. just play around mm-hmm. with it, see what you could
0: do. Definitely, cool. yeah. Actually, has me kind of thinking. Have you been to any music festivals? I have not, which is I really no, dude. I can't. I haven't. I haven't been either. I'm. I'm. I'm I. We were planning on going to one before the
1: Firefly in June.
0: Firefly, yeah. But then, um, yeah. There were. Obviously. There were going to be a lot of good concerts. But this summer. what? I was gonna ask you actually is my my number one when it when i think of music festivals and i would have to go to like other ones but like i remember looking this shit up when i was like 16 Mm -hmm. 15 tomorrowland in belgium like just that fucking (laughs) whole whole place is just a, a trip even the plane flights i've seen if you buy like but I mean, I don't know. If I I'm might be honest, those <clears throat> but like those videos, those
1: after movie videos, like that we saw in,
0: in like middle school,
1: like that might have been what got me into like
0: where the where to, the, where the seed was planted. Yeah, like those Tomorrowland, like those videos. I, I, that was the first, and I remember kind of thinking at that age, like, are these people insane? Like, cause DJ- we didn't know what the hell that was, that music or anything. Like, like DJing, it's like kind of like a how do I word this? Like,
1: it's not like, publicized like that. Like how, how like the movie was made, showing like everybody partying. Like I had never seen anything like that before. Mm -hmm. Like a big festival like that. Which they kind of pioneered for like, EDM music. Like, Tomorrowland. Because, because House, like the, if you read about the history of it, like, it's like really underground, like, German techno, like, would be in like, it was like outlawed and like, Really? It was like, underground stuff like in under, underground like discos
0: clubs. in Germany like it We're yeah almost, it was very, not, maybe not a disco but like a think about it like grunge here, like in the US like
1: okay uh, like a movement yeah yeah it all, was all arts and movement the, but, yeah
0: all arts of movement yeah
1: <laughs> but like it was beautiful like beautiful sentiment the main the main thing for house would be like don't who cares who you are any type of person can come and just everyone's dancing together mm-hmm. like, like you know what I mean so like seeing that I was like and I've always had a, like a love like I love Avicii. He was my first favorite like EDM artist. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's sad. The- he I I feel like especially in the time span we were growing up, he had a couple of the the EDM songs that mm-hmm. would cross over to pop billboards here. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like and 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 everything. So, who else? Who else? I love I I mean actually I have definitely listened to some of his stuff. I can't name almost any of it, but Steve Aoki, and I've listened to him talk. A uh, guy's like a fucking Zen master, you know. He, he's he's really cool, and um, he he was maybe the first guy I saw at Tomorrowland, or, not saw personally, but one of the like first the videos, videos, and I was yeah. like, and that's when I started like looking him up and followed him a little bit since. I saw he's cool. I don't know. Do you listen to any of his stuff? Some, like he he runs a club in Vegas now or something. I think he goes like yeah, five six nights a week. What? So like, what what big DJs do? Like the biggest clubs in the
1: world, they'll have residencies there.
0: Yeah so yeah. They'll
1: play like every weekend. Like Stevie Oki, I think, plays at Omnia in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think
0: you're right. It's like
1: a big fucking yeah. It's it's actually deal. insane. I actually just like looked it up and like was researching it, but they have this like, I, I it's millions of dollars. I think like a hundred million dollar like chandelier. So this is like a huge club, and above it is a chandelier of lights. But like, don't think like a chandelier. Like Yeah,
0: no, not like a fancy one. I think it, I know what you're... It moves, like, it's like a... It's gyrating. So yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Um, yeah, trying to think one of those. Like a gyroscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, exactly like that. Oh, okay, callie has got, got the, the it. picture here. And it, it'll come down mm-hmm. and move around. And like, also that gets me excited, like, the actual show, putting on a show and stuff like that.
0: That looks insane. That's almost like a, like a wedding cake is upside down, <laughs> but it, like but on the roof. It
1: doesn't stay, it's not, doesn't stay like it's that. It's
0: like, moving it, and, it and bouncing down. up and, yeah.
1: It's insane, but that brings me to another part of, like, DJing is you're putting on a show, so, like... And you're of, having
0: fun. Yeah.
1: Like, so that looks like a good... A lot to... goes into it, though, to, like, set it up. In terms of like me being a frat DJ, like setting up, I learned a lot about like audio equipment mm-hmm. and like not so much about the lights. We kind of had like problems problems with the lights. Kind of got to find like a light guy. But like the. the well, are place, you
0: trying to get some lights that will like correspond with your? Uh...
1: So that's what we had. It, we had them on uh, like music active, so it'll move to the beat. Yeah, but that's not really what we wanted. So we need to find. Like someone, I could probably figure it out. We just need a, a board, like a lighting board.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, it'd be it'd be smart of you to figure something like that out now, you yeah. know, at the AGR, because, like, that would only get bigger if you yeah. progress into it. And I bet you Steve Aoki has a say on what, you know, maybe he even designs it, but, like, what that fucking crystal ball from the roof is doing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he'll probably, you know what probably happens... I mean I'm not sure about any of this but like I would think like he the music or the the lighting engineers that control there's they're in the back mm-hmm. like, looking at it so like Stevie Aoki's like here and they're perpendicular to him so they'll probably like know some of his songs that he's playing but like they'll they'll control it as the night goes on so like if you want to think about how, like, shows go, shows like Tomorrowland.
0: Do they almost have these, the light engineers? Yeah. It's Let's like a mixer. Me, just, yeah, that's what, exactly what I was just going to ask. Is it almost like bars? like Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So and they can just follow him, like. So that's what I need at, for me. Like, and as a resident, too, they see his show, like, all it, they, they have it down. So yeah. they have
1: different stuff going on, like, right. that's their expertise. That but in terms of like a show, um, like that, that's more of like a club scene, and it's a lot different than like a festival scene. If that makes sense, like, I w- yeah. So Tomorrowland would be more. You don't want to mess up in front of that many people, so I'm thinking like a lot of the DJs like have pre-recorded, almost
0: fully
1: pre-pre done. You know, yeah. they can still touch it up there. Yeah, they can like, they're like kind of doing things, but they're focusing on like. Jumping, yelling to the crowd. Uh,
0: bring, yeah, being the energy. And so the, light,
1: the lighting guys for something like that will have, like, a basis of, like, what they need to do. Like, when to set the fireworks off. They've already heard the... But but something like a club, it's it's kind of going on for,
0: like, four hours. For, and it's... Like, it's all... Well, like, again, you can do whatever you want with the night. Like, as yeah. a DJ, you can feel so it you're out. you're controlling and... the
1: night. Mm-hmm. And... Some DJs go well into the morning, like 5 a.m., going for like <laughs> six, seven hours. Like honestly, <laughs> I bet they're down in Paris. And, and at that point, I would just think like the, the lighting engineers are just. I'm not. I'm not really familiar with all like the lighting stuff. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I mean, I don't mean to dig in off. on your lighting knowledge. That's just like a difference between like the scenes. So, some like when it comes down to me, it's like a little frat DJ. Um, <laughs> like mine are just on sound active and I'll, I'll go for like three hours which is exhausting to be honest jumping up and down again it's hot but it's amazing it's so fun and
0: uh, <clears throat> did you uh, totally totally switching gears here did you see anything with that video maybe wanna pulse I don't know that UFO in Bra- water no problem um that UFO in Brazil crashed or something someone showed me it last night yeah i only saw it saw it briefly but it looked like one of the more crazy videos i've seen probably can't play a video as well as
1: yeah i can't pull it up it's gonna stop the recording I yeah
0: think. yeah back out of there i, I did see, see it that's though. Though. fine i saw yeah. it. it was like a bunch of lights in the sky yeah i just bring part. it up because you know I, I think we're we're nearing the end here and we're gonna be talking about aliens on this show in general. Not, maybe not tonight. Maybe we don't have it. Maybe they're listening. Yeah. Maybe we don't want to say too much. We don't want to piss them off. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Dre, thank you for joining me, my friend. Thank you, bud. This was awesome. Yeah. It was a good time. (laughs) See (laughs) ya. It wasn't too rough, right? Uh, Glad you got to know my guy Dre. And, uh. Come back for another episode.